Multiply podcast, conversation aimed to stir, equip and provoke. Interviewing thinkers, practitioners and pioneers as we aim to inspire and equip kingdom people to launch kingdom communities. You can find more resources on the Vineyard Churches website, www.vineyardchurches.org.uk. I'm joined by a dear friend of ours, Edgar King. Edgar, you are the National Director of the Vineyard Churches in Kenya, also lead a vineyard church out there. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Paul. Oh, no, thanks so for good the to have you Could you just share a little bit of your story mm. um, and just a snapshot of how you've come to be doing what you're doing now? Yeah. Uh, so I, I often start my story from a place where I realize is only clearer now in retrospect. Yeah. Uh, my dad was a vineyard pastor. Uh, I joined the vineyard in Kenya when it was just beginning to to get there and uh i think i'm his favorite son he's never said it he uh, wouldn't accept it claim it i know yeah. i get to tell him whatever i think yeah, I just yeah, don't. Yeah. but so <clears throat> he would carry me along with him when he'd go for vineyard trainings you know we, we had vineyard uk vineyard south africa vineyard usa send people and they would train they would teach they would just love uh he'd just carry me along i was there for the ice cream and the chocolate and <laughs> And I actually have a very clear memory as I've been thinking about the vision God is placing in my heart for where we're going now. Yeah. I can see some of that linked to a memory I have. I was just sitting in a corner just eating on ice cream and, wow. and they're being taught, they're eating together, they're receiving ministry of the Holy Spirit. What sort of age is this then? Probably was, uh, at that point, I was probably nine or something. Wow. Yeah. Uh, then around 13, uh, we had an amazing uh, vineyard conference. Uh, you know, some folk from here came out. Brenton Brown was with Vineyard UK at that moment. And just experiencing, uh, becoming aware of the Holy Spirit for the first time. And I went back home thinking, I want to I serve. This is how I want to serve. And... I, I usually blame that on why I didn't study medicine. It could have been my grades, but, you know, let's go with that. <laughs> um, so that, that was hugely significant. And, but after that, I just started doing life in a sense of I'm just going with it. I, 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 I'm leading worship. Just partly I enjoy music. I, I could play the guitar, but also I enjoy seeing what God is doing. But I was never looking at it as this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm always going to get a real job. Yeah. So um, went, to, went to university and just going, when I finish, when I graduate, I'm going to get a real job. <laughs> it's been and, a theme. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, <clears throat> uh, at that point, I was invited to be uh, an associate pastor uh, at the Vineyard Church I was part of in Nairobi. And I think I became aware, oops, this, this is a game changer. So I called home, went home and talked about it with my family, uh, just as a place of core discernment. And even in a way, receiving my father's blessing as yeah. he was a pastor. And, but even after that, I was like, even this associate pastor thing is just before I graduate. Yeah. Then I started taking a few theology classes, but it's, it's on the side. So 
at some point in that time, I started uh, working for uh, the movement, Vinyl Movement in Kenya, as just coordinating and raising worship leaders. Mm-hmm. And there's a local church that was being planted out in the city I live in now. This couple had come from the U.S. to plant, and I just called them up with the intention of asking them, how can we, the worship community, help you yeah. with this church plant? You know, because it's, it's, it's hard planting a church. Yeah. You're starting with no teams. On my way there, I just felt, uh, I just felt the Lord say, I'm never going back to Nairobi. Wow. So that's how I ended up joining this church plant. Uh, then the UK happened to me. <laughs> uh, every time I've come to the UK, there's always been some very specific words of knowledge spoken and, and the prophetic. And so I, I came here six years ago and prophetic words were spoken about leading the church or leading a cross-cultural thing with God. But it was also, I was like, if this were ever to happen, I would be 60, I would be 40, after I get my real job. (laughs) 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 And and a few months after that, I was taking, uh, I I was becoming the lead pastor at this church. Right at the time when I was thinking I was done with full-time ministry, Refrain to get the real job. Anyway, I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> so a couple of years in, um, uh, again, right after, right after cause to live for 2019, because that's when yeah, it was last year. Right, yeah. A few more prophetic words. And then I went home and this transition is happening in our movement. And I was invited to be part of, the, or, of, of those who are being considered. And yeah, here we are. Wow. So just talk me through, like there's some of the, like you've said yes yeah. at numerous points, some of us from around the age of nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and for some people that is trying to understand that discernment process, mm. what does that, that actually mean? What does that yeah. look like? Yeah. So you've had senses, you've had prophetic words. You, mm. what, what, what does it kind of, yeah, how yeah. does it resonate? Yeah. I... As I process it now, and and what's beginning to crystallize in me more, like over the last two and a half years, is I think the first most important yes is the yes to follow Jesus, mm. and that's my passion. I I want to continually <clears throat> become more like Jesus, follow Jesus, and and so I would be. I often tell people I would be who I am even if I were working in a bank or if I were a teacher. The way my yes is expressing itself, it's only it's only incidental that it's in a church, you know, in a way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is the same person I would be because this is bits of how I feel I am being invited to follow Jesus. <clears throat> I remember sharing with a church two weeks ago that I have, I, I realize I've become a better follower of Jesus because I accepted to lead this church. Yeah. So that's, that's the primary place. It's got to be definitely about following Jesus yeah. and becoming more like him. And then that, that always leads us to joining him, always leads us to joining because the father's always working, so mm. is Jesus. And so he says, come along with me. Mm. And that invitation come along <clears throat> uh, 
always goes with, well, take up that cross and then come along with me. So there have been costs along the way. But so um, I realized that in all those spaces I've been in, it's almost accidental. I I go, oh, this is what's happening. So uh, often I'm just doing stuff. You know, I, I started out with being a worship pastor. I just led worship. Yeah. And then people would come and, and call out gifts I didn't know I have. Uh, I would speak prophetically into my life. And st- it, it begins to start shaping what, in that moment, I realized could be God's calling yeah. on my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, then I would still just continue in faithfulness in what I'm doing, in the opportunities God has provided, yeah. um, and enjoying His presence, enjoying what He's doing, and just loving it. Yeah. Then there, there have been points of inflection where it becomes even more crystal clear that all these things that I've been building up, uh, here is an opportunity in which it could uh, be expressed more, yeah. and therefore here are the opportunity costs. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And uh, so whether it was moving to Nakuru to be part of this church plant, which meant uh, giving up jobs that were lined up for me after graduation, whether it was uh, taking over leadership of this church, which meant uh, you know I wasn't going to finally get my real job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Or leading this movement, it, there there are times when you come to an inflection point, mm. and you can tell that one season is over, and another is yet to begin, and and these opportunities come up. The what changes in the processing, at least for me, when those moments come up, is 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 again the prophetic, mm. but also a, a a deep commitment to co discernment. Yeah. Okay. There are people who, who love me and love God and speak into my life. I, I often would go to them and go, okay, what do you think? What do yeah. you think? Because I'm hearing this or I'm afraid of this. So it's not always that you're excited about what God is inviting you yeah. to and, and just inviting those people to speak into my life. Um, when I was moving from Nakuru, I was, I was under a, another lead pastor. I had to ask him. It, could this be God? Yeah. When I was taking over the movement, <clears throat> I asked each of our uh, of 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 the people in my leadership team back at home separately, like, "Hey, could could this be God? And if for any reason, pastoral or relational, that you think I shouldn't do this, even if one person says no, I wouldn't." Yeah. Then I asked my family. Uh, my mom is prayer, a prayerful woman. My dad is full of wisdom. I call them up. Um, uh, so it's not a hundred people, but it's certainly yeah. those who love you, love God, and speak in your life. And then finally, it, it gets to a point like, okay, God, then I think you are speaking, and then there has to be a decision to be made. Yeah. And it, even then, it's always a, I am. Co- I, I feel more confident now yeah. that this could be you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to jump all in and say yes. And you've gone on that process of discernment and therefore working it out. Yeah. I think yeah. that would be our story that you, um, 
sometimes you get a sense, mm -hmm. the prophetic speaks into mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. but then it's others alongside you and it's your leaders yes. seeing it, yes. identifying yes. it you and yeah. allowing them to speak into the, the, the strengths of it, but also speak into some of the challenges mm -hmm. and the weaknesses mm -hmm. of it. Um, yeah, phenomenal journey to kind of hear it even from such a young age. I guess the starting point has always been yes to Jesus yeah. and I'm in. Yeah, I'm just going to serve, yeah. and I'm going to serve, yeah. and I'm going to serve, and yeah. the Lord will open things yeah. as He sees fit. Mm. Can you just talk me through though? That that's not been a straightforward thing, has it? There's yeah. been some challenges. Yeah, there's yeah. been some real difficulties along the way. What's mm. what's that look like? Um, I've often been uh, well. So the very first time, I think it changes every every time. The first time was even within family because. Mm. Uh, um, you know, you've gone to university, you've, <clears throat> you've done a great course, you have great opportunities to earn well. At least that's yeah. always a thought. It's not, it's not necessarily the same nowadays anymore. But, but to, to then look at your family and go, ah, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to. Yeah. And my dad was a pastor, so he knows the pains of it. Yeah. There was hesitation. Um, uh, uh, when I was taking over the leadership of the local church, uh, there was hesitation uh, because um, I'm young, uh, still young. Uh, I, was like, I was younger then and I'm still young now. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I am not married. I almost said I was not married. I'm like, wait, nothing has changed. So I, I am not married. Yeah. And, and so for a lot of people, that was a big deal. And... Even the uh, the nature of the church we had planted, it was very intentionally multicultural. Mm. What in many nations people call international churches, yeah. I particularly don't think that's a helpful term. Most of these churches are often led by um, uh, 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 white people from the West. Yeah, okay. So that was also a big conversation. Yeah. Will he, can he? Yeah. Can he really get the culture of this church? Can he really? Uh, so that was a piece of it. When I was transitioning into this new role at the national level, it was some of the same stuff. He's yeah. young. Yeah. He's not married. Uh, this time there wasn't uh, his, his Kenyan thing, you know, because there's been a movement in Kenya. Yeah. But then it was like, and he has dreadlocks. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, the yeah, last yeah. time you and I sat together, yeah, that's I had right. a beautiful mane. And yeah, so there was always that. It, it, it brought a lot of, in all those cases, uh, it was a, an opportunity for great conversations about what does it mean to be kingdom people? What does it mean to be kingdom people in a culture? Yeah. And, and even great personal questions as God confronted things deep inside me that yeah. I, you know, where, where do I, where do I go for, for affirmation? Where do I, mm -hmm. what do I do when I feel attacked personally yeah. and I just want to go, well, I'm going to fight, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. yeah. That's one of the questions you've partly answered it, but I was mm. going to ask you, how do you healthfully process the challenges that you face, and they're, they're quite big ones. The, yeah. the singleness age and the fact that you were not white is obviously quite a lot to process, yeah. but how do you do that in a way that leads you into a place of health and allows you to 
lose some of the restrictions to mm. then step into what God has got for you. Yeah, I think at every stage of major inflections into of leadership, I, I see that I, I like the first time I did, I, I tried and didn't do it so well. It's been getting better. And so I'm imagining I, there's always room to grow. You can always be better. Yeah. One significant thing across the board is it was good to have leaders around me mature and accepted in the culture and respected and full of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. um, stake their reputation uh, on me. Wow, yeah. Uh, it was a Paul and Barnabas situation. Yeah. So, like in the in the local church I lead, as people ask questions about you know uh, either my race or uh, uh, my singlehood and, and all that, uh, uh, Adam and Meldy, who are leading the church, would say, "We hear you." Yeah. And yes, we think he's the right person yeah. for this. Yeah. And you know, so they they took some of those shots publicly and kept holding my hands like, yep, yep, he is the one yeah. uh, we're blessing. Uh, and even as, as I took over from Noah, who previously led the movement, he sat in those rooms with me when people are asking questions that are, are dear to them. Yeah. Like, these are our people. We can't just go, oh, how could you ask that? No, these are our people. Yeah. He sat there, listened, and said, and even then, yeah, you know, he staked his reputation. Uh, and then uh, it's been helpful to have very safe people where I can voice my frustration because it does come with frustration. You know, when people talk about my singlehood, which I, I'm more and more comfortable with it, it's, it's not my fault. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I don't know what God is doing. I'm just surrendered. Yeah. But at that moment, it feels like an attack. Yeah, it feels personal. It feels yeah. personal, yeah. you know. When people talk about my age, what am I going to do? It's only one year at a time, <laughs> you know. It feels like yeah. an attack. And so it's, it's important to be honest, uh, to, to have a place where you can be honest about that. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it does feel, it, at some points it did feel like God had invited me to an impossible yes and and therefore allowed me to be, you know, asked very personal, hurtful questions. And so it was important to even, you know, I got a spiritual director mm-hmm. and a counselor. It was important to, in some moments, say, this wasn't right. Yeah. That God would, would do this. And so particularly those two are very important. A safe place for you to, to explore both what God is doing and what you're feeling yeah. and voice it out and hear them speak life and very key leaders around you to keep saying, to keep staking their reputation yeah. and say, yes, we, we can see the questions you're asking yet this person, we can, we can also see the, 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 the move of God in them. Yeah. I know it's something we've talked about a number of times is you need mothers and fathers, don't you? Yes. And we, we want to raise sons and daughters. Yeah. And um, that's kind of part of the process that you, yeah. you've just been describing mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But for uh, just in your local leadership as well, you're leading in a, a multicultural church mm-hmm. in a um, 
highly densely populated city. Mm-hmm. What is what does that look like mm. to um, call out what the fathers doing mm. to 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 have mothers and fathers and raise sons and daughters? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the the thing about cities uh, is that they're becoming are. are uh, Part of them being multicultural, you know, so we have people of different races and people of um, uh, of different people group. I don't know if that's very common yeah, in the UK, it, it is, but we have it like, is here in the city we yeah, did, yeah. in our context. Yeah. We have like forty-two different people groups. Yeah. You know, when when someone looks at Kenyans, like no, they're different Kenyans, yeah. and then add on to it different nationalities, and. Uh, and then add on to that layer uh, economic diversity. Yeah. It's like some people are quite wealthy and some are not. Uh, and and I see some of that in in the same light now. Yeah, uh, I'm realizing that the the most important movement is towards family. It's yeah. towards relating as family. I I think it's particularly powerful that. Um, that Jesus keeps looking at the church as the family of God, mm. calling us, you know, sons and daughters of the Father. Mm. It's particularly powerful that even Paul keeps talking of the church as the family of God. Yeah. Um, because uh, uh, as we step more and more into into being a family of, of diverse cultures, diverse economic realities, and all other diversities, there are real tensions that come with it. Yeah. We, and we can't wish them away. Yeah. <laughs> and we, um, we shouldn't fall into, for the, in, uh, into the lie of let's, let's, let's manufacture a fix for it. Yeah, okay, yeah. It never works. Um, but I, 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 I sense that the more we move into being, uh, you know, mothers and fathers raising sons and daughters in the mm. kingdom, there is a bigger wholeness to it, mm. you know. And one of the examples I try bring out is, is you know, economic differences, and um, uh, these will be there. Mm. Jesus very wisely said, "You know, the poor will always be with you." Yeah, and that that so so that I'm not gotten wrong. That is always the other side of of Paul's writing of remember the poor. Yeah, this was these two are both Jesus's teaching. Remember the poor, yeah. and the poor will always be with you. Yeah, and and we cannot run away from that reality and the tension it brings. So how do we become? How do we become a whole church? We move towards family. Mm. We move towards a place where we we are sure we are loved. Because yeah. um, uh, only there can we, only in that relationship, can I experience, become aware that, of the invitations Jesus is making to me into transformation, yeah. and the person of a different economic reality can realize the invitations he is making to them yeah. to become more like Jesus. So, I have I had this friend years back when I moved to Nakuru, and I had nothing. I, you know, it was just a church plant. I yeah. you know I just graduated, 
and he was from Holland. And uh, not only does that, that in itself says different economic realities, but also he was on student loans and all students just squander the money that he sent to them. So he had a lot of money. He had a lot of change to spend. Yeah. I was living in a very small house that was just fit for, could only fit um, one single bed. Uh, and so these were our realities. He could he could eat anywhere. He, he had a big house. I had a house that could only fit one single bed and all my guests could only sit outside the house, you know. Um, but... But where we'd moved to is, I remember one day we had talked all night and I put an air mattress on the floor and this guy who's got as much as he can is sleeping in my house. He's my brother. Mm. You know, he feels safe and he feels loved and I feel loved because he's in my house. He didn't go, oh goodness, let's go. Let's go somewhere. Let's go to my, you know, it's like, because he had a car, we could have gotten to his place. Let's go, no. And, but I could also as well spend it his and we just, I would feel just as, as at home or, you know, meal, meals were interesting. It's like, he sometimes just wants things that are sold to, at at restaurants, catering for those who could pay that kind of money. We'd go together and I would, because we are family, I wouldn't feel any less dignified. Yeah. Of course, he's the one paying for it, <laughs> but you know, it's like, uh, but sometimes we'd go to a cheap place, and I would pay for our for both our meals, or even if it's just mine. Yeah. The point is, we're moving towards um, uh, being uh, uh, sons and, and daughters in the kingdom, yeah. and <clears throat> what that does is in that relationship. Let's say, let's take that uh, dynamic for a moment. I am being invited by, by Jesus as I follow him to learn to be content mm. in plenty and a lot, as, in plenty and little. Yeah. In that moment, God is saying something to me, but I wouldn't realize it unless I'm in a relationship where that is demanded of me. Yeah. And in that moment, God might be making very different invitations to him. He wouldn't realize it if we have to pretend and, and run away from the tension or mechanically fix this tension. Yeah. And so it's become very important to me that 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 um, as we as we seek to do multicultural church, mo- uh, multicultural diverse churches mm-hmm. and all sorts of diversity, we move towards being family. Mm-hmm move towards being you know mothers and fathers raising sons and daughters in the kingdom and that means we've got to be okay with sitting in tension and that's deeply incarnational isn't it yes living mm. amongst yes. And, and, yeah. and we we found that just in our friendship mm. haven't we? yes you, yes. you move towards something that allows you to sit in the tension and realize some of the differences yeah. but actually fully appreciate each other for them and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah. good yeah yeah I, you know I, i've you know, every every time I've come here, you've hosted me in your house, yeah. and that for me says you're my family. Mm. You know, and um, and there there are there are things just in your reality yeah. that that will take years for me to see, yeah. but I don't I don't feel uncomfortable because I am with 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 family, 
and and I'm also happy that you don't feel like, oh my gosh, I have to hide. I can't, I can't experience this. I can't, because yeah. then, how then are you loved by me yeah. if yeah. you cannot, if you cannot be poor around me? Yeah. If you cannot, you know, if I dare say, if you cannot be British, yeah. you know, and yeah, yeah. and I'm just a Kenyan who says Asante every moment, and I have to go, oh, that means this, right? <laughs> that good, and and. And I think that's that's the thing. It's it's we're we're becoming better friends. Yeah. Uh, 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 who know that the other deeply loves them because we're choosing to walk to walk together. Yeah, that's right. As opposed to, I'm just going to sit at this table and meet me at this table. Yeah. To oh no, let's journey together, and as we journey together. Uh, the things in me that that God is transforming, despite my realities. The things in you that God is transforming, despite your realities. Should justice then flow, mm. it'll be because we're becoming more like the Father, not because we're haunted either by guilt or whatever. You know, it's we're becoming more like the Father, um, and then justice is flowing from our heart. Justice, extravagance, celebration, joy, grieving together is flowing from our heart. We're not just acting kind, we are kind people. We're not just acting loving, we are loving people. I think that's the big journey of of being family. Yeah, and and from a place of uh, friendship and trust allows you to to explore and hold the tension. Yes, yes, yes. That's good. Oh, such a rich conversation. Yeah. Will you will you pray for us? Is that all right? Pray yes. For the yes. Vineyards in the UK and Ireland. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Oh. Yeah, Lord, I just want to bless you for this movement. Mm. Bless you for its leadership. I bless you for people who become dear friends. Father, I bless you for the new invitations, for the new things you're doing in this movement. And I pray that we'll be a people of, of an, a, a resounding yes, an absolute yeah. yes. Yeah. Starting with a yes to follow you and become more like you and step into every opportunity you put around us. No matter the cost, Lord. And for a movement that has often given so much to me every time I visit, I just speak a blessing that there will be a, 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 an outpouring of, of, of multicultural joy. Yeah. An outpouring, yeah, in a, in a time when it's, it's easier for people to silo and, and just, you know, try and be their own people. But this movement will open its arms and say, come, we love you. We are family. I speak uh, that I speak strength to sit in the tensions of what that means. Mm. And there will be there will be a real sense that there is family despite the tensions. And in that movement, you will be forming our hearts to reflect that of the Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, man. No, thank you.
just by way of ending, I just want to point you to some resources uh, that may be helpful for some of you. Uh, the next call event where you have an opportunity just to explore leadership and multiplication and have some conversations with some others in a similar position. Uh, that will be uh, online on the 29th of November in the evening. You can also sign up for the Multiply Monthly email, which will just give you some regular content, content to digest and to consider you can do that through the vineyard church's website and then also again through the vineyard church's website we just encourage you to look at the vineyard pathway and consider some of the options and opportunities that you might have to to explore and discern the next steps of your training and development but we're delighted you've been able to join us for today's uh, podcast and we look forward to the ongoing conversation alongside you